Hi, you're listening to the Rav Desla Pasha podcast with me, Avram Ziedman. Join us as we weave together philosophy, psychology and Kabbalah to uncover a new depth to our weekly Torah reading. So we have the last three plagues. And when it comes to the killing of the firstborn, we're told that Sienu Hashem Mitzrayim, Hashem took us out, Lo Malach, not through an angel, Lo Saraf, not through another type of angel, Lo Shliach, and not through another type of angel. Ella Hakadosh Baruchu Bechvodo Uva Atzmo. It was Hashem Himself who did the last plague, says the Zohar. Why was it that when it came to the last plague, the killing of the firstborn, it has to be done by Hashem? Why couldn't it have been done via a malach, an angel? And it says the answer is that because Egypt was so impure, an angel would have been negatively affected. And the question is, what does that mean? Uh, how how can an angel be negatively affected? What does this mean? It sounds very deep, This this negative... I don't know, ambiance, which is going to somehow, uh, I don't know, uh, affect this angel. How does that work? So, in order to answer this question, we first need to understand the different levels, how we can understand how Hashem runs this world. These levels are ranging from the lowest level, the incorrect level of looking at the world through physicality, just nature, all the way going to the higher level, the highest level, where we recognize that the reality is purely God's supervision. Okay. The lowest level, Big Bang, which just made itself into existence and there is no God. Okie dokie. Let's move one step higher than that. Hashem created the Big Bang. And then he said, goodbye. I've got other things to do. What that is, no idea. But... There we go. Hashem created the world and he left it. That's stage number two. Now let's go on to stage number three. And this now now it gets more subtle. Hashem created the world and he created nature. And now God has left the world on autopilot. It's almost like a switch. And now all the machines are moving around. All the cogs are moving. And Everything is running according to clockwork. The sun goes up, the sun goes down, moon goes up, moon goes down, and gravity is continuously going off. Uh, you know, in the background, we always have gravity, and uh, everything is working perfectly. Now, according to this paradigm, Hashem needs to change something. Hashem can always come in. He turns off the switch. Hashem now, he himself will do whatever needs to be done. Okay, all right, sorted it out. Let's put it back on now again. And the switch goes back on and we go back to um, the nature whilst Hashem could, so to speak, sit back and do whatever else Hashem wants to do. So there's, so believe it or not, there is a higher level of understanding how Hashem interacts with the world than that. Really, there is no autopilot. Rather, Hashem is running every single tiny thing. How does Hashem run the world? He runs it via nature. So Hashem wants people um, not to be floating up in the air. So Hashem uses gravity to keep people down. Hashem wants there to be a fire. So he will make sure that when you put three things together, heat, oxygen, and um, if I remember correctly, fuel. Haha, got those three. You've got the fire triangle and then a fire will be created. There is no autopilot, but rather Hashem is using 
the tools of nature to be able to control the world. Or to give an analogy for this for this level, this paradigm of seeing the world, if you look through a keyhole and you see that there's a pen, all you get to see is a pen writing. Now, you don't see the hand holding the pen because the keyhole's so small, but you see the pen is writing. Nobody would suggest that the pen is writing by itself. Everyone knows if there's a pen that's writing, there's someone holding it. This level says true there is nature but no Hashem is continuously using the nature to be able to control the world now what's lacking from this level that sounds the highest level there is no there's something lacking because it implies that Hashem needs a pen it almost implies that Hashem needs nature to be able to control the world he's in control of nature but he requires something else outside of himself to be able to to rule the world so what's a higher level than that the higher level than that is is that nature is merely hiding hashem what makes a fire hashem does when does hashem make a fire well Hashem wants to hide himself, giving us the ability to have free will. And therefore, whenever there is oxygen and fuel and heat together, then Hashem will make the fire. Let's be clear. It's not that the three things make the fire. It's that when the three things are present, then Hashem himself will make the fire. With any chemical reaction, it's not that when you add this chemical and that chemical, you make an explosion. No, it's that Hashem will make the explosion, but he will only do it when the two chemicals are put together, because that will then hide Hashem. Now Hashem is hidden. We have the ability to have free will. This is the true level of understanding Ein Od Milvado. There's nothing else other than God. You could say the analogy for this is that we are living in God's dream. If you were to be dreaming and you have an imagination, you don't need any tools to make the sun shine or the, the wind to blow. You are doing it yourself inside the dream. There is also no concept of me stepping away from my dream, having a siesta whilst the dream goes on autopilot. No, as long as I am dreaming and I am consciously thinking of the dream, the dream continues. The moment I step away from the dream, then reality, this dream, ceases to exist. So nature, as opposed to being a tool for God, is rather used to hide Hashem, to give us free will. In fact, the word for world is oilam, and the word oilam comes from the word he'elam. He'elam means hidden. The reason why we have a world of nature is not because God requires nature, but rather nature is there to hide God. Rarely, but sometimes, Hashem will disrupt nature and break from the norm in order to wake us up and say, listen guys, this is just a facade. This is just hidden. Look behind. See what's really going on. I am running the world, not nature. So when it came to the plagues, God was trying to give a wake-up call. There's nothing to nature. So Hashem does blood. So what do the Egyptians say? Meh, it's magic. So Hashem says, all right, fine. Let me go on to frogs. And the Egyptian go, nah, we can do that too. And now Hashem turns the volume up and we go into lice. And lice, they can't do it. They don't have that power. But what do they say? They say, oh, well, we can't do that. It must be there's some higher form of, of magic. Now, again, when it came to the Egyptians, 
They saw the world also through nature, but they included magic within nature. So as far as they were concerned, creating lice, okay, we can't create lice, but fine, there's a a greater magical power that we can't access to be able to create light. And every single plague, they can just excuse it away. Nah, that's just nature. That's just nature. Yeah, that's also nature. Every single time Hashem is giving them a wake-up call saying, guys, I'm proving to you there is no such thing as nature, they miss the entire message. That's what it means by the malach, the angel being damaged. What is an angel? An act of God that can be hidden by nature. What does it mean that an angel can be damaged? It means that a person chooses to focus on the nature and not see Hashem's hidden hand. It wasn't just the Egyptians. The Jewish people at the time were also sleeping, so to speak. We also were worshipping idols. When a person worshipped idols, in those days, idols had power. They, they actually worked. They would somehow use the powers of nature to be able to get whatever they wanted. And therefore, when Hashem wants to wake up the Egyptians and the Jews and say, Look! I'm breaking the norm. Look at this miracle. That message was damaged. Meh. It's just part of magic. Fine, it's a magic which I can't do, but it's all just part of nature and magic and, and, and nothing special. That means the malach had been damaged. And then Hashem does a bigger miracle. The Egyptians and the Jews go, okay, wow. It's, it's still part of nature. I can still scientifically explain that away. That means the saraf has now been damaged and then Hashem does even a bigger miracle and once again they say yeah we can explain that by nature that means the shliach has been damaged what does it mean that the angels were damaged each message given by Hashem had been missed and just been excused away via nature the only way to free the Jewish people is to do such a miraculous miracle a total utter break from nature no one could say that's magic or a form of nature you're gonna have to say that the only way that this can be done must be via god that's what it means that hashem himself took us out of egypt and why did hashem have to wake us up and the answer is is that there's something called hashkacha pratis which we need a lot more to discuss and we will be discussing that in um, other podcasts. Hashkacha Pratis will say is um, individualized, um, custom designed um, providence. If someone wants to merit to have divine providence, they have to be on the level to see that the world is being created by God continuously. They have to realize that this what that this world is just a um, illusory world to hide God. Only if a person can see beyond nature can they actually merit to have divine providence the jewish people to be saved required divine providence so therefore hashem said to them an angel that's not going to be good enough i'm going to have to do it myself and by the way to prepare yourselves for this you're going to have to now eat the korban pesach you're going to have to eat the paschal lamb and the paschal lamb was not just the egyptians god but it was also the jewish god the jewish people also worship the lamb so by the jewish people having to do that self-sacrifice burn their bridges or burn their god and kill the sheep that was them realizing no the world is not based on nature and natural occurrences it's based on god when they did that 
that's when they merited to be able to see God. Now they get Hashkacha Pratis, now they got divine intervention, and that's how they got freed from Egypt. In our own lives, we want to be able to move up that ladder and get a greater clarity of Hashem, God running the world. Not just merely that He's behind nature, not that merely He can change nature. And not that he even needs nature, but rather, no, he is running it. And the more that we get to see it, then please God, the more that we will be meriting to be able to also have divine providence. Have a great week. Have a good Shabbos.